concert venues that are warning they are at risk of permanently shutting down because of COVID-19. And these are concert venues across Canada, but um, I think there are a lot of the ones in Toronto that many of us had spent, and you know, many a, a memorable night at. Chris, I just found out last week that the Orbit Room was closing on College Street. And, you know, I used to go to the Orbit Room all the time. When I was at Ryerson, I lived in the Annex in my first year in the Orbit Room. It, it had had seven nights a week of live music. I mean, that's amazing. Um, I know that I love the Dakota. It's a fairly ah, relatively over the last 10 years new venue as opposed to places like the Horseshoe or Lee's Palace you know, uh, where many uh, night was spent watching live music in the city of Toronto. I'm a live music fan. I mean, I did come from music radio, but before that, I would go out to the, the live. It's a little bit of a hipster in um, in university. I, I Not only would I go to the clubs to see, you know, the uh, latest rock acts, but I would also go and spend many an evening at like George's Spaghetti House watching uh, jazz and uh, some of the I thought I was pretty hip at the time, but anyhow, um, I am worried about the fate of our music venues. I'm not the only one. We'd like to welcome onto the show Aaron Benjamin, president and CEO of Canadian Live Music Association. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on. Thanks so much, Kelly. Nice to be here. Aaron, how important are these live music, uh, music venues to, you know, the flavor of Toronto? So I was talking about the venue ladder and, and how live music venues represent the ability for an artist to develop their career. So when you're first starting out, um, you need those smaller venues to build uh, your fans and your audience. And you, you in theory, eventually graduate to larger and larger venues and festivals. And, and that's how our, our, our stars are made. And even our, our local artists, who we love so much, um, can, can sort of eke out some kind of living. From those stages, but also they're important to your question uh, to our neighborhoods and cities and towns because they 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 animate them, they impact our quality of life economically, socially, and culturally. They're vital small businesses to our the the way that our local economies work. And without them, there will be a gaping hole in terms of again the, the, not only the cultural and social aspects. But the economics, I mean, when you go to a show, maybe you're dining out nearby, maybe you've taken Uber or taxi or you stopped in at the local corner store or you used a parking lot. Maybe you flew in for a concert and you've got a couple of nights hotel and you're doing some shopping in Toronto, this kind of thing. I mean, the, the live music industry is really at the heart of of any any city um, or town, no matter how big. And so the loss of even a single venue is devastating um, and really will have a widespread impact. I remember in the uh, in the 90s when I went to, to Ryerson, my parents were a little bit worried because I was moving downtown and, uh, you know, living alone in the annex. And um, one of the things that they'd say is, oh, you know, it's it's really busy in the city. Aren't you worried? Aren't you, you know, worried? And I'm like, no, it's the activity. And a lot of those the activity comes from, you know, late night uh, music clubs. It, it keeps it keeps the neighborhood a lot safer. You know, you, you're safer when there are a lot of eyes on people. So that's one of the things I think people do not um, figure into the, uh, the mix. These are these, these clubs, these small music venues actually allow the neighborhood to have eyes on what's going on. Oh, sure. And I mean, it's incredible community building um, aspect, right. To, to, to the places where we live. In fact, many people will move to neighborhoods because of their live music venues, um, because they're, they're exciting 
energized, creative parts of a city where we want to be. We want to be at the heart of that sometimes, you know, and and certainly, um, you know, venues, some of which you named off the top, but every city and town in Canada has that live music venue that is really, it's been around forever. Everyone's played there. You've seen some of your favorite shows there. Um, and, and just starting to imagine what life could be like without some of those is just absolutely, it's impossible. It really is. Yeah, Our our local venues are saying, you know, uh, the owner of, uh, I believe it's Lee's Palace and the Horseshoe is saying, you know, if I can just make it till next March, maybe it'll be okay. Um, The Canadian Heritage uh, Fund was set up. It's a $500 million emergency fund to support organizations working in culture, heritage and sport. And everyone was happy when that came into play, but they somehow uh left out the uh live music industry i mean 20 million dollars went to the live music industry but venues the smaller venues were saying they weren't eligible for the program has that been fixed and what can different levels of government do to help save these venues so i can definitely clarify that um that live music was never really left out although we were part of phase two so phase one went to existing clients of some of the of the federal government programs and i can unpack that but What's important here is that $20 million will be going to live music. The process is open now. The eligibility criteria have been clarified to a certain extent. In fact, I'm hosting a national meeting this afternoon to help the industry um, understand what's being asked of them to be able to apply for this money. This money won't solve all of the problems. It will help some. Um, It may not be enough to help others. We'll have to see. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's better than nothing, absolutely, and we're grateful for, to the federal government for the support. And we'll have to see what the industry looks like after this. I think that there's no question um, that more will need to be done and just, just what that looks like and how that happens. Of course, we're in line with many other sectors who are struggling, um, but, but at this point, you know, that what, what sets the live music industry apart is the fact that there has been zero revenue since the beginning of March, Mm -hmm. zero revenue. So some other industries and businesses have been able to pivot and innovate. And that would be the case for some in the live music sector, but certainly not all. And this is just a a monumental challenge to overcome. And um, some of the federal relief measures outside of the Canadian Heritage uh, Emergency Fund have been extremely useful, like the the wage subsidy program and and rent relief to a certain extent. Uh, We're going to need some of those extended or, or, or help to imagine what the next iteration of those programs may be for for industries who continue to struggle yeah toronto city council is going to let performance hall owners get a 50 percent rebate on their property taxes which will help a bit um at the end of the day though we have to try and get these uh these venues and these clubs over the hump and we don't know what i think it's stage four or five when people are going to be allowed in to, to concert venues. I'm hearing something like maybe fall 2021 if you're lucky. So uh, in the meantime, where do you recommend uh, people that, that are associated with live music venues go or people that want to help out live music venues, support them, and let the government know that they are interested in um, making sure that they're funded so they can get you know, through this pandemic and come out the other side? Well, I really appreciate that question, Kelly. Um, there's lots that folks can do. First and foremost, to support those venues who have been able to open to whatever extent. Maybe they have a patio, you can grab a drink. Um, maybe they're having some folks inside. Maybe they're trying a little bit of live music at the 50 at the 50 cap at this point. If there's maybe they're selling merchandise online. Whatever it is, um, if you believe those venues are important and you want to see them. Um, 
here at the end of this or or whenever we're able to really uh, rebound, then then by all means, please try to support them in whatever way you can. Um, certainly let your local um, city councillor, MPP or MP understand how important live music is to you and why. And this can be done by writing letters or sending emails, making telephone calls. Um, and and just lending your voice to the to the you know basically thousands and thousands of people who are already sort of saying look this is this is critical I mean some of the dust huts have settled first in this pandemic for to get a clearer picture but that picture is emerging and it is incredibly bleak um, and so if you love live music as you clearly do Kelly then there's lots of ways you can help including reaching out to your local politicians and encouraging them to find creative solutions. Um, uh, to to this huge problem. And I believe that there, there will be a variety of creative solutions. I also believe that additional sector-specific support will be needed at every level of government. I really applaud the City of Toronto for their their program, and I'm hoping to see other cities uh, take that up as well. I think they'll be continue, we'll continue to see um, creative measures applied, but time is of the essence. And as you know, you mentioned the Orbit Room. I mean, venues are closing by the day at this point right across the the country and um it's not uh, it's not like we'll get them back once they're gone so anything that you can do to help out there folks will appreciate Aaron, thank you so much you have yourself a, a nice couple of days off um at the cottage although i know you're still working uh enjoy the weather appreciate that kelly and, and again appreciate you shining a light on this really important subject take care cheers that's Aaron benjamin president and ceo of canadian live music association and uh, we really have to look after our clubs i was i was hearing chris i know you went to austin texas uh, last year was it with Christina? With your uh, Nashville, Brian? actually. Oh, Nashville. Nashville. Cause okay, well, I got the places mixed up. I knew there were. It was one of them. Country was, music uh, towns. Yeah. Well, it was a big. You know, Austin, Texas is a big uh, a music venue um, mm-hmm. location as well. And apparently, just they're having venues close after just like one after another. They're falling like dominoes. It's just so sad, especially for somebody who you know, loves the arts or people that love the arts. It's, it's, it's sad to watch them go. Cause we, yeah. Where do you put your time in? Look at the Beatles. Where do, where do you put your 10,000 hours mm-hmm. in? If there's nowhere, you know, okay. Somebody's garage is not the same.